You uh, wanted to see me, Zach? Corelli, we got a situation here. Oh, what, what's up? Well, I've been giving this a lot of thought, and this web slinger is all over the place. He's not just in movies. He's in cartoons, comics, coloring books. I want to talk about all of it. So what what are you what are you saying exactly? Get me more podcasts of Spider-Man. More? We already released Spider-Man Minute five times a week. You don't think that's enough? There's seven days in a week, Corelli. Where's my Sunday Gazette, my Saturday edition? Uh, Weekend Bugle? Oh, I like that. But what if we called it The Weekend Bugle? Yeah, The Weekend Bugle, sure. Oh, and another thing. How do we start monetizing this stuff? I want a quarter every time somebody listens. Well, why don't we put The Weekend Bugle on Patreon? Patreon? Yeah, our listeners can go to duelinggenre.com slash support, become a patron for $5 a month, and gain access to The Weekend Bugle and all the other bonus podcasts we put on Patreon. Fantastic idea, Corelli. Glad I thought of it. They don't want us to be famous. Patreon will make us infamous. Welcome back to Spider-Man Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze and celebrate the movie Spider-Man one making the hard decision minute at a time. I'm Zach Luna. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Chris LaSalle. And I'm David Stoker of Star Trek Minute. Welcome back, guys. Thanks again for having us. Yeah, thanks for being here. Our final final guest spot. Yeah. Um, Here we are. This is it. We're this we're wrapping it. up our season next week. Yeah, I mean, the, all all the big stuff has happened, and here we are in the, like the big moment. I mean, this is minute one fifteen. We're we'll talk about today, which is uh, the one that begins with MJ saying, "Yeah, there's so much to tell," and ends with Mary Jane touching her lips and Peter walking away from her uh, with the the notes of the theme starting to play. Uh, oh, that's so sad. God, that, that, oof. Here we are. Yeah, but but I do, but I do love that this minute starts with MJ just being like, "Yeah, totally." <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, so much. Yeah, that. totally. Oh, that I I don't know what I don't like. Okay, so she says, "Yeah, there's so much to tell." What what does she think he's talking about? Number one. <laughs> number number two. Um, is she like su- like s- subtle subtly, but not so subtly, being like, "Yeah, there's so much to tell." Like. You love me too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or, like what? What is that? You're that gonna follow bit? it up, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's oof. I, There's she, so much to tell. She wants what she wants, and she. she mm-hmm. I feel like she could know this isn't quite going the way she wants it to, but she wants it so well that boy, that yeah. Oh yeah, we're in agreement right here. Is it always hurts me? I'm like, oh, MJ, I'm so sorry for what is about to happen. It's uh, it's actually worse in the script 
Oh God! Because because Peter says, uh, "You're you're the amazing amazing girl next door, Mary Jane. The amazing amazing girl." And I want you to know that I will always be there for you. And then <laughs> oh, oh, wow. I, was, I was like, whoo, boy. Ooh. Ooh. You're so, so nice. This is We're so, so Thanks. nice. And if I didn't have my own thing going on, you know. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> it's I mean, this is not like you know deep stuff here this is fairly obvious but like it it sucks so bad that he can't give her the real reason like i uh-huh. i just i i want him to at least like you know give this a little bit of context you know like uh-huh. i uh, and he can't he can't without giving it away obviously but um it's just so brutal that it's just in the language of like y'all always be there for you as a friend, that's all I have to give. And it's like, no, Peter, you have more to give than that. You would like to give more than that. You just, you have extenuating circumstances. Like, but I, I uh, love that line. No, it's amazing. Oh, it's amazing. It just Um, hurts my heart. (laughs) I want him to say, that's all I have to give right now. Like I'm waiting for him to say that extra line because you know that that's what you, what he wants, what we, the audience want. We yeah, want right. them to hook up. We right, want them right. to get together. This is right. the different this is the difference between what my audience brain wants and what it needs. And I think that's what like I love this moment and I love, you know, the the movement out of it and you know how we'll wrap up the film later, but I it blew my mind in the theater when I was young watching this cuz I don't think I'd ever seen the emotional through line of what we thought was the goal throughout and you know what is often positioned as almost a gross reward for the end of your heroism, like getting the girl. I don't think I'd ever seen it at that point, seen a movie like disregard the trope of like being quote unquote rewarded with the girl at the end. Mm. I like that was wild to me. And my like less mature audience brain really, really wants this not to happen, but I feel like it's what needs to happen. And that's why I respect uh-huh. it. So much. It's so funny you say that. Cause mm-hmm. I, I go, I've I've had the moments, and 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 Dave and I were talking about this offline too about uh, the 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 early Batman films, the Tim Burton Batman films. That oh yeah, there was there was a reveal at the end of almost all of them. Of right, yeah, hey, I'm Bruce Wayne. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, what are you doing? Right. I'm like, don't do that. He's supposed to be it's like the know. worst kept secret ever. Yeah, yeah everybody knows. Did but, he? <laughs> did, did Val Kilmer reveal it to Nicole Kidman? I don't remember. No, she she figures it out, and oh. actually, it's 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 funny uh, that it's so similar to this movie in that you know at the end of this minute, Mary Jane sort of puts her oh to her mouth. Oh, that yeah. is sort of a similar thing when she's hooking up with Batman and she's like you know kissing him, and she's like, oh my god, like I have the best of both worlds here, and it's you know you're both what of exactly what I want. Mm. Yeah. That's that's so funny that that's that scene. I I talked about it. I think in maybe our first or second episode ever, I Mm. referred to that moment. But uh, seeing this one with my grandmother, um, because we were talking about we were referencing like how much this movie was just this crazy cultural juggernaut 
um, when it when it hit, like not quite to the level of Batmania, but it was it was up there. Like it was it was a huge cultural moment um, when this movie came out, and it it's such a perfect kind of four quadrant movie that everybody saw it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, now the Marvel movies are almost inaccessible from anyone who doesn't see all of them. Uh, <laughs> right. But, 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 you know, at the time it was just like, yeah, you just go see this movie. Um, and, and that moment seeing this with my grandmother who was, you know, having a really good time, but like, well, it seemed to be enjoying the movie fine and like well enough. And she was having a pleasant time. Mm. Um, it seemed, but when she kisses him and he walks away and she, and, and Mary Jane touches her lips, my grandmother goes, oh, my God, she knows who he is, like, <laughs> out loud. Oh. It was my, my, my Brooklyn grandmother um, just, oh, God, it was the, it was the best. It's the That's best so thing. beautiful. I know. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God, she knows who he is. It's <laughs> fantastic. She's, uh, like, she's the voice of my heart in this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, my God. Um, uh. But, uh, yeah, no, I, 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 you know, going back to your, your thought about, um, you know, Peter walking away in this moment, like it's, I mean, it's the reason why I call, I call the, his relationship with, with Mary Jane, the MacGuffin of the movie, um, is, is because it is not the thing that he actually needs. It's the thing he wants, but it's not the thing he needs. And, um, I I love that about this moment is that he mm-hmm. he he gets the girl, but he has to let her go uh, right. for like, yeah. you know, the for for the betterment of her and her safety, but also for the betterment of like his own sanity, because if he's always having to worry about her, he's not going to be doing a very good job at what he needs to do. And it's just. I mean, it's that whole, you know, great power, great responsibility. Um, as the as the VO will uh, sum up next week, but <laughs> yeah. um, that's I just no, I don't think no, very very few other characters would be able to pull off something like this. It's and and especially hmm. characters who aren't like broody, um, you yeah. know, characters like like Wolverine could pull something like this off and because <laughs> sure. um, he's, he's Wolverine. But that's like that's kind of like par for the course with Wolverine. Um, you know, Spider-Man yeah. is supposed to be like this happy go lucky character and he has to make these hard decisions. And that's I think that's why, you know, we as 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 fans and, you know, we as a culture love this this, you know, this doofus so much is because. <laughs> You know, he he just he always has to make the hard decision, and all we want to do is let him make the easy one or the right. the one that makes him happy. We just want this dumb kid to be happy, but he <laughs> he can't he can't ever be happy because he needs to be Spider Man. Um, I don't know. I just I I I do I love that he doesn't end up with Mary Jane at the end of this. It it, it is such a mature decision too. It's not like yeah. If, if, were if they and I know we mentioned this like in the last episode about them not maybe being <laughs> their age, but I feel better about them being the age when he makes this decision because I feel like that if they were eighteen years old, like he would be like, oh yeah, let's go, yeah, right, yeah. But I don't feel like if he was a kid, he wouldn't make the right decision, mm-hmm. which is to walk away, mm-hmm. right. But because he's Spider Man, he has to be more responsible than he should be at that age. You know, like right, um, exactly, yeah. It's 
I I don't want to speak ahead of turn here in terms of uh, movies that we'll have to wait a couple of years to get to. Um, but like this moment is for me like quintessential Spider-Man in a way that another moment that's uh, like framed a little similarly in the amazing Spider-Man feels so not Spider-Man to me, which is the, the best promises are the ones you don't keep line, right. which mm-hmm. I, I cannot stand that line. There's so much I like about those movies. There's so, so many interesting things they do and great casts and all sorts of things that I will praise in depth when we get to them. But that one line, um, feels so not like Peter Parker because it is, I guess, what a, a teenager who wasn't feeling responsible might do at that moment because mm-hmm. you don't have the scope and you don't have, you know, life experiences to draw on when you're 18 or 17. Um, so you might be the type of person who says, oh, I promises one I don't have to keep, that's the best kind because you're a dumb kid. Mm-hmm. But because of Spider-Man, because what happened to Spider-Man He's the one kid who would not say that. No, and this is him. Not his his whole his right. whole existence is predicated on kind of a promise that yeah. he makes to the to the you know to kind of like the ghost of Uncle Ben of yeah. like you know you tried to teach me with great power comes great responsibility and I didn't I didn't learn it then but I promise I'll never not do that ever again. Um, yeah. And then he like it just immediately is just like promises. Bah, bah. <laughs> um. Right. Yeah, that's so. why this feels so powerful. I mean, we we're talking a little off mic on it though. Like, I think part of the reason it lands so heavy is because uh, Kristen's MJ is so hurt, like so. Oh man, so hurt by it at the moment that like every part of my like general human instincts is to like go and comfort her and take it back. Like, uh-huh. Just take it back, Peter. Don't, don't. But he walks away. Ugh. Yeah. I, I'd say I'd say there's if there's one thing mm-hmm. that I would change about this scene, mm-hmm. it would be that he wouldn't be so stoic when he walks away. Yeah, I think I think the yeah. one I, I wish he broke a little too. Um, That's good. Mm-hmm. As he walked away, like I wish he broke a little too, because then I feel like the moment would be feel more courageous, like a little braver. If yeah. even though and like we, callous. yeah, where we, yeah. we can tell that, he's hurting real, real bad too. And he's still walking away because it's the right thing to do. Like I, I, and I, and I know that's what is actually going on here, but I don't, I'm not a big fan of, of like, you know, stoic dude moments. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I necessarily thought he was being like in that regard, being stoic. I mean, he definitely has the red puffy teary eyes and he just sort of, yeah. he's like, He's not walking away like all heroic. I mean, he his shoulders are slumped. He's definitely walking away a hurt, broken man a little bit. Mm. And I, I don't necessarily see stoicism there. I just think he looks too cool. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. You know, guys, it's funny how we're all. We all. I I I saw it differently too. I I, I saw uh-huh. it more as uh, he's he's walking away to become Spider Man. Like he's made the final, you know, in a way, like made the final decision, and he's off, and and, mm. and, and that's where he's headed. And um, I, I guess it, it, he does look cold in, in a way, mm. but I almost I feel mm. like that's what he needs to be, and maybe he's just putting the mask on, you know, to 
to to get into it and put preemptive. I yeah, I don't I don't necessarily disagree with that, but I do I do wish we saw him put the mask on, if that makes sense. Like mm, like yeah. I wish like as he walked away, he was still he was still like kind of crying and then yeah. you just sort of saw him swallow it and then kind of as he as the voiceover is going kind of like regain his composure and become right. like more stoic and like yeah. he's putting the mask on and he's like yeah, okay, like the, the moment we want to see is probably happening around when mj is touching her lips we right. just don't see it because we're on right. her coverage yeah right, <laughs> like, right. yeah yeah, I, which which is as much as I love the memory of of my grandmother um, uh, say, <laughs> saying that while watching this in the theater. Um, as much as I I love that, uh, I will say her putting her hand, f- fingers to her lips. Um, it's confusing because she doesn't know that Peter's Spider Man and Spider Man Two. Yeah, we have to walk it back a little. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. the fact that we have to walk it back a little makes it like a kind of a weird moment in retrospect. Um, I'm sure when, in the universe where we were just, we're going to make Spider-Man and if it does well enough, we might get a sequel, but I don't know if we will. I'm sure in that universe of decision-making, this was like, oh yeah, hell yeah. Keep that in. That yeah. is, yeah. That's, that's cool. Such, yeah. It's iconic. Right. Uh, but in the, in the larger scope of like the overall story of the franchise, it does sort of retroactively become a little strange. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, you figured it out, MJ. What were you doing? Like, <laughs> you know. Figured it out. Guess she just, you know, had a few too many uh, that night. Um, <laughs> yeah. just lost it. Uh, but uh, out from I, but I do. I, 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 yeah. I just overall, I just really love this decision, um, and I love mm. that. They don't give us that big romantic catharsis in this movie. Like it just doesn't yeah. happen. And I think that's kind of cool. But what it does give us is um, literally the most iconic movie kiss uh, of the past, you know, 20 years. Um, right. So, you know, fair trade. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, and it's so down. funny. It's such a weird thing. Like, oh, yeah, the movie Spider-Man has the most iconic cinematic <laughs> kiss of the past 20 years. And it's a weird right. thing to say. But really, if you think about it, that upside down kiss I can't think of anything that's beaten it since then. Not, yeah. Not, not in like, not in like the, just the cultural eye. Like I can't think of something that was parodied and talked about as much as that, that kiss was. Yeah. Um, no, it's still like, I, I even think a couple of weeks ago there was a, um, a Buzzfeed video that um, somebody was watching and I, I looked over and it was like, they were like, uh, we try out like famous kisses and the, Upside Down Kiss was there. I mean, this is what, fifteen years later or something. Right. I don't know yeah. what year it is. Uh, yeah, fifteen. <laughs> yeah, it's like fifteen years later, and it's still like one of the most famous like movie kisses. Like it's, mm-hmm. you know, they hit something there that just crashed into the the general cultural consciousness in a way. I mean, especially for something that's not in the comics. It's not part of Spider Man lore before this, and now you say the phrase Spider Man Kiss, and people know you mean one person upside down, the other one right side up in the rain. Yeah, uh, but there was no Spider-Man. Spider-Man kiss didn't mean that before this movie. Yeah, like that just happened because of this. Yeah, it's wild. I love that. <laughs> it's pretty cool. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, all right. Well, any any uh, any other thoughts about uh, about these minutes, guys? 
No, I don't think that was all the notes I had. Okay. Mm. Well, what do you, you know, do you guys remember? Um, I know you guys see a lot of movies together. Did you see this one together? You know, I don't know if we actually did, Dave, because you may have been away, nope. right? So, yeah. So I um, in in '96, I had uh, moved away from the, me and Chris are from New England. Mm-hmm. So um, I in '96, I had moved '96, '97. I moved down to Atlanta, Georgia, oh. and lived there for a few years. And I don't know if I was back. I actually, you know what? I was Chris. I but I probably, you know. I was on the cusp of getting married or had just gotten married, mm. so I p- might have probably seen it with my wife at the time. Ah, yeah. Um, and Chris probably may have saw it with his wife. I'm at the time, pretty sure so. I did. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this was like a date movie yeah. for us. And uh, uh, yeah, that was. Uh, but I don't have real. I don't. I don't have real specific memories of like which theater I saw it in or or, or what it was. But I mm-hmm. I do still remember this this moment of. Just you know the the walk away. I guess I know you guys aren't like fans of it, but I remember the, the walk away and where this you know leads into in the in the next few minutes. Um, mm-hmm. Just coming out of like yes, you know it's yeah. like I said this was kind of my reintroduction to Spider Man and and, uh, yeah. and um, so for me I was I was I was ready to go like all right when when's the next one and uh, yeah. uh, I, I'm buying it. So, yeah, I think yeah I think when I left the theater I was like I'm seeing that again. I mean I thought it was like you know. This is what we wanted. This is exactly the movie we we all wanted when we, you know, a superhero movie that was this good. Yeah. You know, I just remember telling my wife, "Going, I'm going back to see it again, whether I go see it by myself or not. It doesn't matter." <laughs> yeah, they yeah they did it right, right? They did it. It was a mm-hmm. and and I'm trying it now. My the the years are a little lost on me, but I, I know all of, all the Batman films, the the, the, the the ones from '89 on. Dave and I were you know rabid like. We need to go see these and huge Batman fans. But as much as we enjoyed them, uh, you know, they weren't they yeah. weren't what we wanted them to, them to be. And sure. and I'm trying to remember what other superhero films you know had come out between Just, then uh, and here. Uh, Blade and X Men, really, I think, yeah. are the only two big ones. Yeah, and the first, first X Men, right? Yeah. Uh, but this one for me was like, yeah, this is how you do a superhero movie. This is how you stay true to it. Um, you know the the, the effects and the story it, it all it, it all of it was there and it all worked and yeah I think it was probably one of the first to get it right I don't know if you agree mm-hmm. with me Dave <laughs> if <I'm... laughs> yeah no I definitely agree with you yeah yeah it it changed things it really was big you know not not just for you know people like us who like loved comic books and you know, wanted to see them, that feeling you have when you're reading one, you're like, God, it would be cool to see this for real. And if I couldn't see it for real, it'd be cool to see a good movie of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but to like, like general audiences, the idea where they could get the appeal of superheroes, um, you know, in a, in a less niche way, mm-hmm. like people liked Batman and they liked the Superman movie from, you know, years prior to that. But like this, like blockbuster success of like, oh, it could be a real big summer popcorn movie. And, Boy, that was a lot of fun, and there was, you know, romance and thrills and everything. That I, for better or worse, this was when the landscape ship shifted around. Like, oh, we can make money with superheroes. Oh, well, that, that's what I was just going to ask you guys. You know, is yeah. this the movie? I never really thought about it, and you know, everybody, you know, it's kind of mm-hmm. is this the movie that you know turned the tide for Hollywood to say, let's make every superhero movie we can. Mm-hmm. Was it this one that kicked it off? 
I think so. I, I think uh, so because because X Men was a hit, but like kind of a moderate yeah. hit. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah. it, it definitely opened doors because it made everyone say like, "Oh, this is possible," which wasn't yeah. even a thing prior to that. Um, mm-hmm. but it wasn't it wasn't hugely successful that first one. It was successful enough that it made it. They made a sequel, like, but they took their time with it. They took I think it took three years. Um, yeah, three yeah. years. Yeah. Uh, and so, whereas like the sequels to this were two year turnarounds and this movie made like, you know, I think, I think two or three times the amount that X-Men did. Yeah. Um, it's, I mean, it was over $800 million at the box office that this one made, mm-hmm. which was just, yeah, just yeah, think back then the in time. 2002 or yeah. whatever, you know, the, how much, I mean, we, we're now talking about like to be a success, you have to be in the billion dollar, right. club, yeah. like, you know, I mean, Back then, eight hundred million was nothing to you know. That was a that was a huge success. Yeah, on like a hundred and thirty, hundred and forty million dollar budget, you know, to get eight hundred and twenty million dollars out of that, that was insane. Um, and and I think it should. Oh, that's we can make that type of movie now. Let's make them and right, let's yeah. make them all. I don't think we've really left that era. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I I think um it's. It's also uh, the first I, – I think it is completely the first comic book movie that did, wasn't really ashamed of its source material. Like it really embraced mm. it. Because um, yeah. even X-Men, you know, it has the joke about like what were you expecting, yellow spandex? Um, right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Where, they're, where they're literally making fun of the thing they're, they're adapting. <laughs> Which yeah. is mind-boggling now. You're just like, how? What? <laughs> like, why would you ever do that? Like, what? You're just making fun of the thing. Like, haha, nerds. Anyway, give me your comic books. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just it's so weird. Uh, but yeah. So to go from that, and then a year later, see two years. Two Spider-Man. years. Spider Man. Oh, two years later. Yeah. To see two years later, see Spider Man swinging through the streets in bright red and blue was like, I. Uh, yeah. I still get like choked up thinking about it. Like the the first trailer I saw for it, where they revealed Spidey swinging, I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, it's they they're doing it. Yeah, and they're doing it earnestly. Doing, yeah, <sighs> yep, they're all in. That yep. was great. Absolutely. Um, all right, well, uh, guys, thanks for joining us. Appreciate yeah. it. Uh, one more yeah. time, tell people where they can find you. Well, yeah, guys, thanks for thanks for having us on and help help helping close out the movie and uh, appreciate it. But yeah, if you want to find uh, Dave and I, we are talking about Star Trek films uh, three days a week uh, at the Star Trek Minute. You can find us at StarTrekMinute.com. We're on uh, Twitter as Star Trek Minute, Instagram as Star Trek Minute, and um, we've got a listener society in Facebook as well. So uh, definitely come on over, give us a listen. We're talking about Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock right now. Um, and yeah, mm-hmm. I'd love to love to have you guys come on over. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Love it. Um, all right. And uh, we will be back on Monday, just Zach and I, uh, to wrap this movie up for our final week of coverage. Um, if you guys go over to our Patreon, duelinggenre.com slash support, uh, you can find our Patreon page. Zach and I do a little thing called the Weekend Bugle over there yeah. where we talk about <laughs> uh, all things uh, Spider-Man related. Um, and that is the only place you're going to hear Zach and I talk about Spider-Man until next year when we cover Spider-Man two. So we have, we have next week and then, and then that's it. 
we're we're, yeah. we're done until next year. Um, so if you want to hear us talk about Spider-Man, uh, you're going to want to become a patron so that you can listen to the Weekend Bugle and listen to us talk about Spider-Man every week. Um, and uh, it helps us, you know, keep the lights on, pay some bills, that sort of thing. Uh, and and in return, you get that uh, you get that uh, weekend bugle podcast, and as long uh, along with all the other stuff we do a dueling genre, because it's a dueling oh, genre yeah. um, in general. Patreon, so you you get all of the yeah, bonus content. Them. Yeah, you get all the bonus yeah. content. So it's uh, and all of the backlogs. Like, it's a ton of stuff. Yeah, so. absolutely. Um, so uh, go go uh, check that out if you'd like, and uh, we will be back on Monday with our final week of Spider Man Minute. Bye, everyone. Thank you.